Hello everyone, and welcome back to Saints of the Knowing Podcast. Um, and if you tuning this week, I will be doing a topic of Max you're choosing. Here we have Max, Zach, Noah, and Noah. Uh, don't get confused <laughs> with the Noah, because the other Noah's here. Um, I would like to note that we are doing some changes with our audio. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard we've had some audio troubles in the past few weeks. We've been trying dealing with that, so we're trying something new this week. All right, Max, if you want to take it from here. Yeah, thanks, Noah. So... One of the things that I, I wanted to address is the idea of sarcasm, specifically sarcasm in uh, relation to God's character and God's kind of the way he operates. And so I'd like to take all of you to the 38th chapter of Job, if you will. Yeah, Zach knows what's up. He's smiling. Thank you, Max. Give it us a sermon here already. I'll take you to the 38th chapter of Job. We're we're going to drop anchor in Job 38 today. If you you brought your Bibles a Sunday morning. Exactly. That's uh, page 5,000 in your uh, pew Bibles. Okay, so the whole chapter kind of outlines, you know, the Lord's uh, response to Job, but it has a very seemingly sarcastic tone but one of the verses that really sticks out here is verse 21 which says you know for you were born then and the number of your days is great now like okay putting putting that a little bit into context let's read from verse uh not too far but but where he starts questioning him we can we can try verse 12 have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place that it might take hold of the skirts of the heaven, uh, oh, excuse me, of the earth, and the wicked be shaken out of it. Uh, it is changed like clay under the seal, and its features stand out like garments, like a garment. From the wicked, their light is withheld, and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you ever entered into the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have uh, have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates? of deep darkness have you comprehended the expanse of the earth declare if you know all of this where is the way to the dwelling of light and where is the place of darkness that you may take it to its territory and that you may discern the paths to its home you know for and here we're back at verse 21 you know for you were born then and the number of your days is great it sounds to me like god is being so sarcastic in those verses. Mm-hmm. So here's here's uh, if you guys need more more of an introduction, I'll get two kind of categories of, or things to talk about here. What's the difference between um, human sarcasm and God's sarcasm? And when I say that, I'm using sarcasm obviously as an amp- how do you say it? Anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism. So obviously, God's character cannot can only be uh, understood in our uh, finite minds if we attach language to it, and so we try to do that by saying sar- sarcasm. But obviously, he's he's beyond that. Uh, he's beyond our our labeling. So, but. When, when God impugns, and what I mean by impugns, when God questions or calls into question uh, Job here, uh, and almost it would seem like Job's pride, mm-hmm. is it okay f- for, for God to be sarcastic? Is this sarcasm? Is it okay for God to be sarcastic? 
Mm-hmm. And likewise, it is, is it okay for us to be sarcastic? And then finally, I, I think we can probably end with what are some ways that we need to be very careful with, with sarcasm if we're going to use it. So let's, let's get, go on to the first one there. What do you guys think uh, about this? Well, as you were saying this, uh, I was remembering that I had read a uh, Ask Pastor John from Desiring God like on the satire and what he thinks about it. And uh, he did point to some of the examples like you gave Max from, from Joe. He pointed to those examples and kind of said that it does appear like satire is something that is satire or sarcasm or irony is something that is allowed because God does use it multiple times and other people use it like he even brought up uh, like Elijah mm-hmm. you know like when he's like mocking the prophets of Baal and that's like, right do you think he's asleep do you think he's going he, to the bathroom he's defecating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's up to you know like God does it like that's pretty it's pretty awesome the way that he actually you know makes it makes it like that and then kind of um, yeah just making fun of it so I think there is something to be said about using sarcasm but he just points out in this article, his point is that be careful with sarcasm because these people were pretty entrenched like evil people against God. So it was kind of used as like a powerful way to kind of say, wake up, you know, stop being so stupid, you know, yeah. and stop being so wicked. So he's like, I think you should be careful when you use it. But I think that there are certain people who probably that is the right way to handle them, it seems like. Hmm. I don't know. So that's my initial thought. On that topic. I like that. I like that. Do you think maybe it's um, since you know God's the creator, um, He's sovereign. It's kind of a one-way street. He can be sarcastic with His creation, but us as the created beings, we can't really nitpick back at Him. Kind of deal. That's that's what I've always thought of it as. Hmm. Just, just you can't really be sarcastic with the creator just like showing that honor to him but since God has complete you know control over everything and, and, and can do as he please because it's his creation it's it's you know it's it's like you know you 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 build something out of Legos and you can't and, and it's yours and and when you have somebody come along and be like hey I don't mess with that. No, that's that's my creation. So I can do with it as I please. So it's, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm I like... Scrambling. <laughs> no, I see that. I see that perspective that you're saying. So in our relationship to God, God is allowed to be sarcastic with us. Yeah. Although, obviously, he doesn't do it that often. Right, right. But, yeah. But if we were sarcastic about it to God, it is disrespectful in the way that it's not showing reverence yeah. for who he is. Yeah. I, I like that perspective on talking to God because I think... Sometimes we can kind of be like, oh, I can say whatever I want to God. It's like, well, yeah, but it's still not really respectful. So, right? yeah, like it's more one thing to complain, like be, be genuine, but to be like, you know, kind of sarcastic against God. Then, yeah, that's almost like getting into the more of the category of like blasphemy in the Bible. Mm-hmm. The idea of like not treating God with the respect he deserves. Right. Yeah. And it kind of goes along with those verses that I read at the beginning of the podcast where God is is explaining that to Job, like, hey, listen, you know, you, you weren't there when the earth was created. You, you weren't there. Were you there? No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it yeah. seems like, I mean, it seems like the tone that, that 
at least we have written here, and I read out of the ESV. But it seems so much like the tone is sarcastic, but really, yeah. I don't know if if God was being sar- sarcastic. I don't know. If, I, I can see the idea that he was using uh, kind of an irony or almost like a, um, a, hi- a hyperbole to kind of exaggerate maybe. Um, or maybe even a rhetorical trope. Yeah, but, I was going to say, rhetorical questions seem mm-hmm. to me like, what's going on here? But but how would you define sarcasm? Mm. <laughs> See, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> why, well, why don't we ask Google <laughs> you know, what sarcasm means? <laughs> good old interwebs. I mean, it's, I, mean it's pr- I don't know. I, I, I think he's honestly doing sarcasm here. I, 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 th- I agree with what most of you have said here. I mean, he, he's saying... Something that's obviously not true, but declaring it as true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you guys know... Okay, so let me read two things here. Sarcasm, simply defined by uh, Oxford, says the use of irony to mock or convey contempt. Now, the there's an interesting thing here. Sarcasm in the Greek, which you would know, probably know this, uh, sar- sarcosmos? Sarcosmos? I think that's what it is. Um, and basically, what it means is to uh, literally it, it means to tear flesh or bite the lip in rage, in uh, rage. So like graphic <laughs> to like tear the flesh off of something. Yeah. So to deflesh something, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting because it, it seems like God is kind of doing that here. He's he's. Shaving down the maybe the pride of of Job, who says, "Well, God, what the heck are you doing?" You know, <laughs> and instead he says, "Well, where were you?" You know, and I don't know. See, this is the problem is because we weren't there, so we don't know exactly how that sounded well, and how Job responded. You know, Job's you know? not Job's not like thousands of years old, right? Uh, I don't know how old he is. How old. He's not thousands of years. By this point in time, nobody's living a thousand years old when he's at this point. Right. And the land of Uz, so that's got to be a little bit along the ways of when Uz was actually born. Mm-hmm. And we could trace that back to after Noah, which that was fairly well after people weren't living a thousands of years old. And Noah, Adam didn't even live a thousand years old. By all accounts, he lived at least nine hundred something. So yeah, and what is that? What is that? What I was getting at here is or, what God was saying doesn't necessarily. We obviously know that what God was saying was not a true fact in relation to Job. Yeah, I'm not saying that that he was. I don't know, but then that gets kind of tricky though, because then you start calling God like. You're not calling God a liar, right? Because we're we're you. It's a different form of speech. Well, I saw that irony is one of the definitions that Google gives is irony is same opposite of what you mean for humorous or dramatic effect. And I feel like that's sort of what God's doing here. Right. It's like he's kind of telling Job, like, like of course, like he's, ba- he's basically emphasizing you're really young. You haven't mm-hmm. been around all that long. Right. So he's kind of, by saying that, he's saying, you know, because you act like you've been there forever, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So he's kind of like, I feel like he's using irony there more just to kind of like point out the foolishness of what Job's saying and kind of be like, hey, remember, you aren't nearly as old as me. <laughs> you know as much as I do? That's the point of, of sarcasm or satire is to 
point is to question some kind of to bring into light some type of foolishness or a foolish argument. Yeah. So would we call this satire then? I mean, based on your statement. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> now satire is more so comedy, isn't it? Well, yeah, there but is I a mean, serious portion of satire. Yeah, right? but is God being comedic when he said this to to Job, or was he being? He's on a rant. Is he not? But I feel like that's almost what you could be comedic in a rant because you're kind of like that. I mean, obviously it's a holy rant in this case because yeah. he's God. Holy rant, I like that. <laughs> next time, next time, I'm gonna go right on Facebook and be like, "This is my holy, holy rant." rant. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I, I would never. Yeah, so I tend to think that, particularly because right right before he's talking about the dwelling of light, where's the place of darkness? Well, nobody's seen those, so clearly he's not. He's he's being you know sarcastic or Mm -hmm. ironic when he's saying, "Of course you haven't been there." And I mean, I think also to some extent he does approve people kind of doing that. I mean. I'm trying to think if Jesus did satire, Jesus use any kind of satirical, ironic statements. I was trying to think. Some of people it. think so. Uh, satire is um, it's said to be a it's what human foolishness or vice is attacked through irony, through rising or wit. So we could say it's satire, but he's using irony to attack the human foolishness in this in this passage. Yeah. So Max just showed me the title of an article. Max is reading it for us here. Uh, Four times Jesus used sarcasm to make a point. <laughs> and I was like, this is good. Yes. So I'm what, sure he did what, what exactly do we have? Um, obviously, there is some limits on sarcasm. Like, you know, to some yeah, extent, if so you too. aren't coming from a point of, like, really trying to denounce evil, sometimes it can just be a way to kind of, like, cynically just yeah. kind of mock things and be frustrated at them but not it's, really do anything about them. Yeah, it, it, oftentimes it's derision. And yeah. Instead of... I don't know. I'm Okay, here's, here's where I'm kind of stuck, I think, is I really don't like uh, sarcasm when it's used against me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something that I, I joke at. I may joke just to, like, put, put the other person at ease. So that they're like, oh, just you know, just kidding. And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> but really, like on the inside, I'm kind of like, ugh. Because you understand it? Not because I don't understand it. Like I get it, but I would much rather have that person like s- say it a different way to me. Like if I'm being foolish, say, Max, you're being just be straightforward. You don't need to go through the irony or the satire to make your point. Make your point a different way. I feel like people who are because I've, I've been around people who are really sarcastic and it just seems like they don't take life seriously. And they, they just joke around, poke at you, and it's it's like, how how much respect do you have for this life? How much respect do you have for me? And you just start asking a bunch of questions and I don't know, that's how I feel with people who go a little overboard. But it's never really... Inj- so I was reading an article by a man named... Uh, what is this guy's name? Thomas Umstead? I don't, I don't know. He, he points out a couple different things. First off, sarcasm is, is a lie and not the language of the kingdom. And he goes into his 
argument for that. Here's here's the one that I thought was interesting. Sarcasm fosters insecurity. Sarcasm often comes either out of a place of insecurity or into a place of insecurity. Think of it like a bank. People deposit their insecurities into sarcasm and they get them back with interest. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty tough. I don't know if I fully agree with that. <laughs> I would contend I think it's a little more balanced than that. I still feel like like I've seen people use it different ways. I've seen people who are really sarcastic and it feels kind of like a cover for their own insecurities. Yeah. Like they're almost being sarcastic just for the sake of kind of just being able to distance themselves from everything yeah. by just being sarcastic. Or just constantly denounce something. But I would say I, you know, I would say my dad can be somewhat sarcastic and I can be somewhat sarcastic, but it's not really like like I try to find a balance in it of like not being demeaning to other people. Yeah. Like so you can be sarcastic about it, but trying not to do it. But I feel like I still have problems where sometimes I'm just like maybe I'm being a little too sarcastic here with my family because you're kind of around you kind of just you want it you're comfortable so you kind of just say whatever you're thinking in that kind of way but But it's it's so like it's so hard that once you get into sarcasm it's exceptionally difficult to stop because once you make a good remark yeah it's like oh I've got another one I've got another one yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) so if I'm like you know, if somebody's messing up on something, so for instance, like, uh, like if I was at work and I was, I was, you know, making a call or something like that, and someone were to tell me, it'd be like, oh yeah, make sure to tell them that, uh, you know, or just something like that, like, like, you know, I don't know, make sure you don't tell them where you're from. And I remember there was, we were having dinner with this one guy, uh, one time, uh, Leo names um, unnamed, just to protect this guy's identity. But basically, I remember him just being so sarcastic at every moment that I was so turned off, and I was like, "Oh, just stop!" Right. And so, sarcasm kind of has a like. Sometimes, again, it's okay, but the majority mm-hmm. of the time that I experience sarcasm. It just, it just, it's very off-putting to me. Probably because of that, like I've, I've had bad experiences with sarcasm, just where people are just like they will not stop because they get one right and there is like gambling; they just have to go again. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't, I don't really care for sarcasm, and I know that sometimes I am sarcastic, but I try to, I don't know. I've, I've kind of been thinking like I want to get rid of that because there's, uh, to me, there just seems like. There's another way to do this. There's another way to say this. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I go back and forth. Like, part of me is like, I agree with you in that often I feel like sarcasm, if done the wrong way, if done kind of bitingly or angrily, could kind of be a way to just kind of get people more angry. Mm-hmm. So, like, in a debate, you're like trying to make a point. So, you say something sarcastic <laughs> and it just like sets people off to the next <laughs> level of like, it does the exact opposite Kills of calling out stuff. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> all right, I'm going back at you with that one. Yeah. And so, I feel like that, I feel like how you deliver sarcasm can also be something. So, I feel like sometimes if you kind of jokingly, sarcastically say something and it's more lighthearted, then it can be more of a kind of it can bring people together and it can kind of be like a joke, you know, breaking the ice a little bit, making people kind of lighten up a little bit. So do you think that sarcasm 
is a form or is the same as uh, confrontation? I mean, it was here in Job. I mean, we saw in a verse in chapter thirty-one, we saw Job challenging whoever, whoever um, had a thing against him, whoever he had wronged, whoever whatever law that he broke, whatever it was. He said, "I challenge you, come come to me." Let's us talk this out, like almost like a fighting manner. He says, "I would tell him the number of my steps, like a prince. I would go near him if my lamb cries out against me, or its furrows reach deep." If I have eaten its strength without silver or have caused its owner to expire, let thorns come forth instead of wheat, and a weed instead of barley. Like he's charging against God, and you see Elihu get mad at that. So, and then God, after Elihu says what he wants, God confronts him in it. Mm-hmm. He he confesses like he uses the whole questioning with him, mm-hmm. and in the moment of his questioning, he does use the sarcastic moment to kind of go to the next step, as you guys have mentioned. Because before, if I'm not mistaken, he's talking about things that man can see at one point or another. Like at some point, man's going to see death's gates mm-hmm. or something like that. But then he goes straight off to the deep end to things that only God can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I just saw here, as I'm read other people's perspective on it. So Got Questions, if you've heard of that mm-hmm. website, yeah. they had a... They made a distinction between irony and sarcasm. Mm-hmm. So they said they think God is being ironic there, but they describe sarcastic as kind of like the angry, kind of more bitter, you know, way that I right. was that I was kind of distinguishing. Defleshing. From. So they would actually say <laughs> they would actually define it as there's two different kinds. So they would say you're more being ironic when you make kind of a and more friendly sarcastic comment as opposed to. I would to agree it. with that. I would agree. It's, I'd say it's ironic satire because God's using um, human foolishness. And uh, kind of showing that with a comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the one thing, though, is I feel like our generation is probably more comfortable with, sat- with sarcasm and satire and irony than a lot of generations before us. So oh, yeah. there is something interesting about that in the way that we have partially just our kind of distrust of authority or kind of systems. Mm. We do a lot of making fun of it. And I think... Part of it is justified. I think absolutely there are things that deserve making fun of. I mean, I love the Babylon Bee, which of course is just non-stop satire. really think that our generation is more accepting the satire? Well, I should say it's more prevalent because through the internet everybody can get access to it. But right. in the past, I absolutely agree with you. There have been whole books written that were all satire. So right. Like Gulliver's Travels, famous satire of just... Everything about well, his society. They call it. On. They call it parents' generation one of the most sarcastic generations to ever exist. Oh, really? Yeah, they call them that, and hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't remember why they call them that, but they call them that, and I see that more in their generation because there's more satire there. We see a lot more things that were probably more offensive to people, a lot of things that were more, way more satirical to, than we see in our generation. Hmm. And now in our generation, we're going back, bringing that stuff up that happened in our parents' generation and using that for cancel culture, as we like to call it today. See, yeah, so I mean, I see what you're saying with certain things. I mean, I absolutely agree with that. But I also feel like there's a sense where people like to mock things still. I mean, oh, yeah, you know, they do. The Onion, the Babylon Bee, you know, oh. those, are, those are, you know, really Fox good. News, see, that's the CNN. I mean, where do I stop? I don't, I don't actually care for... There was, there was one video that I thought was funny from The Onion, but everything, like, 
the majority of the stuff that comes out on Babylon B, I really don't care for. You ever watch the Onion movie? No. <laughs> There's a movie. I don't. The I don't even get to. But here's an interesting thing. Like, okay, if we talk about true humor versus fabricated humor, okay, it would appear to me that like, okay, listen to this guy. What he says here. He says some people are naturally funny. They put those around them at ease by finding the lighter side of life. Others, myself included, try to compensate for their lack of humor through sarcasm. Yet sarcastic jokes are rarely funny, and they rarely put people at ease. And so what do you think about that? Is like, have we been using, if, if sarcasm is sanctioned, if it's permitted, are we using sarcasm in a kind of an incorrect way? We're using it to garner a few laughs, a few jokes by poking fun at, at something or someone, specifically someone. Is that, is that kind of an exploit in a certain way as compared to like, doing it because again like what you were saying you're actually trying to denounce evil or you're mm -hmm. actually trying to love someone by gently mirroring their their folly so what's what's the what's the difference we can we can look at all the sarcasm now that we use on a daily basis to get a laugh to do these other things and I don't know. Is it is it meant to be used like that? It depends on the person. If the person's okay yeah. with it, then that's probably okay to, be, to do that. Like there are people in my life who are, no, who are okay with that, and I tend to do that with them because we all get a laugh out of it. They laugh at it, and they'll do it right back to me. And there's just a. But are you who, making? Are you? I mean, I don't mean to be legalistic here, but in a certain sense, are you making a joke out of out of making fun of someone? Like, is hold on a minute, hold on. Is making fun of someone, poking, pestering, pointing out insecurities, are you are you attaching some type of laughter or trying to elicit laughter out of that when you could elicit laughter out of other things? I mean if you're doing if you're trying to be sarcastic with them about something that they did or something like that that they actually did, then yeah, you're using something like that to laugh about it. But that's been some of the greatest comedy that we've ever heard in our generations. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of comedy that we have from this from now to the 60s or so um, is just comedy about themselves. They're laughing about their everyday life. They're doing some, They're saying something sarcastic about the life that they live. If you listen to a lot of comedians, they'll tell you, they say, the jokes that I say are about my everyday life. Mm -hmm. The jokes that I use are from my everyday life. Well, I experienced a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Or, or people I know did. Yeah, right. What are you guys saying? Well, I guess what I'd say it's is... It's kind of hard, isn't it? Yeah. What I'd say is I have found in myself sometimes a tendency to be too sarcastic or that over time I have to take a break from something like Babylon Bee or something like that. <laughs> it's like, it's just after a while being so cynical about everything. It's kind of like too much or just seeing every little crazy thing people do and making fun of it gets to be too much. Mm -hmm. So I find that sometimes I need to take a break from that. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of humor that I find funny is somewhat based on sarcasm. And I feel like there's nothing wrong to some extent with kind of like saying, stop taking yourself so seriously. And I think what you were saying, Noah, about the cancel culture thing, that that's part of the problem of our generation mm -hmm. is certain things were like, no, you can't, we can't, there's no room to make a little joke about it. Or to kind of say, is this really as important as you think it is? 
you know, and to kind of like take the point and go, but yeah, maybe I need to re, maybe I need to relook at it and think, okay, which am I being too, you know, am I do I need to see yeah. a broader picture about this? It issue? it does it does call out like oftentimes sarcasm calls out pride a lot, like pride in ourselves mm-hmm. uh, and people who are being proud. You know, when you kind of gently poke fun at them, you know, you're like, they're kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm not as great as I, you know, had thought. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know, it just seems like it's, oh. I don't know. I have a personal take on it that I just, I don't see the point in getting offended by a joke. No, and I don't usually get offended by a joke either. That's what sarcasm most times is used as, as a joke. Is it though? Yeah. I, I, f- I feel like it's I don't know I, th- I think depends on how much you use it mm-hmm. and what context true and how personal you can make it because I've been I, I, I talk with coworkers I work on a job site you know there's always sarcasm so it's just at one point, it just becomes too far, and things can happen. And that's my personal opinion: is use it as less often, so that way people can take you seriously. And that's generally the rule, the rule of thumb in nowadays world. Uh, things have changed over the years. We used to be in a point in society where you could, as yeah. much as you want, be right. sarcastic, and you could use ironic comments and statements about yeah. any person or anything around you. Everyone would be. That's funny. That's kind of actually clever. But then society changed to the point where it's... Everything's offensive. Up. Wait a minute. That offends me. you got to <laughs> change yourself because I have insecurity in myself that your joke touches on that causes me to get offended. Yeah, so I, I agree with you in that. I do think that I... Uh, the other Noah. I also <laughs> agree with you that... that uh, that it can be too much where people, if people don't know how to take you seriously. And I think it does definitely depend on the person, too. Like, I feel like there's some people who appreciate sarcasm more, who, it's, who that's kind of a language that talks, speaks to them. So relating to them is somewhat being sarcastic. So, but where what I feel are, like there's the, other, there's the other side where being more genuine me. can help them. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think of, uh, you, I know you've probably heard of this. Um, Ephesians five six. Let wait a minute. Excuse me. Where am I? What? Okay. Finish, finish your remarks up here. All right. Oh, uh, Ephesians five four. Let there be no f- uh, filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Mm. Ooh. What does it say again? Uh. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor mm-hmm. crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. And, and, he, and not to mention, but he wraps that, he wraps that in the same passage as se- but sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness, which may not be named among you as right. proper for our well, saints. I think you're going to, I think you're getting to the point where you're saying foolishness is today's world of saying something stupid but foolishness is actually something entirely different that I, I'd have to figure out the definition again for but there's a different definition for the word foolishness used through the Bible and um, when you had your other statement of um, what was the other one of it it said it said um, 
Uh, what was the other portion said in it? Which in, in your verse? Foolish talking or crude joking? Crude joking. Crude joking is a lewd. It's a what? It's a lewd. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's not just sarcasm. Yeah. yeah, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond. Like, if I was making a sarcastic sexual joke, then yeah, that's that's a crude joke. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was gonna say is that in the article I was reading from, asked Pastor John like the transcript of his thing. He also gives kind of Second Timothy two, which talks about correcting your opponents with gentleness, and then he talks about James three about you know making peace and whatever, and then he talks about First Peter three about um, having a tender heart and kind of how you care about people. Yeah. So I think that I think that another thing to remember from what he's saying is that most of the time sarcasm doesn't convince people. So it can be used in a way to kind of make people lighten up and say, oh, stop taking yourself so seriously. But at the same time, when people repent mm-hmm. or change, yeah. it's not because someone said some sarcastic comment yeah. and just blew them out of the water. They're just like, <laughs> wow, I see the light now. You know, I'm, I'm going to change everything I do right now. You know, that never happens. It's somebody like saying, hey, I care about you and I here's why I, I see this as wrong, you know, and I'm... I'm you know, it's somebody near you kind of giving you arguments and kind of share, you know, really you, you have that more of that connection to them. So I think that is what I would see as sarcasm. Again, it has its uses, but it does seem like a lot of times um, more of a gentle word is more of what you should be saying rather than something sarcastic. So mm-hmm. That's good. That's We should just end on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, that's, we probably should. Um, Thanks for tuning in to the Podcast. Anything else you might like to say before we finish up? Sounds good. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.